0: What up man? Sit down. I'm Ray ray all
1: day. Oh man, I'm taking that cowboy hat, right? Like that. Oh man, you look like a like a blue cowboy right? strap, strap in. in. you're not doing a good job at your job, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't need your momma's permission. This is the Battle Pod podcast. podcast.
0: Battle <inaudible>
1: Now your host. What up, man, and welcome to the battle. I'm your host, Bobby,
0: and I'm Ray Ray all
2: day. Yeah, what up, Ray? What
0: up, Fritz? Ray, what's going on? Oh, chilling like a villain, bro. Jobo cop.
2: How about you? Oh, here we go. I'm yeah. just sitting here percolating. You know oh, what I'm saying? No, he's
3: percolating. I'm percolating.
2: percolating. Oh my god, look at that. Hi. Oh my gosh, we're on live. We're on live. Hello, we're, everybody. We are live. live here at the battle. We are live on yes, Facebook, sir. man. Yeah, here, Who, who's live that? here
0: in the Lions
1: Den, baby? Who was that?
0: I just heard a yes, sir from somewhere. Who's, who, who's that echoing
1: that out in there? Who's that? Just some guy. Is
2: that some Manor? guy? Some that's guy? Maynard.
1: here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's are my new sure? call sign now.
1: Man, I'm glad he, that's the first time he's been on time. We go live. You notice that, dude?
0: Oh, that's awesome, man. That's why I'm here. Good oh, on you, Maynard. Thanks, wow. thanks for showing up, brother. Good on you, Maynard. That's fantastic. Hey, right I'm a right statistician.
3: I'm just <laughs> looking over these things. Make sure they don't suck yeah <laughs> <laughs> nope they do <laughs> wow
0: oh,
1: let me be the judge night. of that and i'll let everybody know how's that sound
0: that's so fun we'll let them know how it goes that ray what do so you, what you been, got going on dude
1: you've been doing them human, human, humanitarian acts lately? oh you know it man
3: you oh, stop making it. fun of my stuttering dude <laughs> if
1: you no, if you say you know it you, you know already me been talking about it what what you've what you been doing you know me what Road work, baby. Road work. Road? Yeah, it was That's working. bullshit. There you go. There you go. Oh, I tell
0: you what, it, it was some bullshit out there with a garden rake and a bunch of asphalt just raking that crap back up into the middle of the road and then running over it with a compactor. That was some bullshit. I tell you that.
3: I've driven on your road. I, I can see so it. So it's actually your road or your? No, it's the whole neighborhood's road. Yeah. Oh, okay. We actually oh. just went
0: through it. So was, neighborhood
1: watch was lodging in charge out there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, the lady down the road just got a, uh she just got a a new car and Mm. it sits low to the ground. Mm. So riding over that dirt road was rough on that car. So the whole neighborhood. Yeah. It It brings me back home to Maine when I
3: drive to Ray's house. I love it. It Dirt roads again.
0: So the whole neighborhood got together, pitched in, uh, bought like eight loads of clay and like
2: twelve loads of asphalt and And a partridge in the pear tree. You got it, man. Nice. And we all just came together. I just want to see you riding that compactor, dude. Oh dude, it was it was rough. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, last
1: time you said you just you're gonna strap a board to my ass and let me go at it, man. What happened? I didn't get no phone call. You never showed up. Well, you can't. You got to show up. You got right. to get a phone call, brother. Your bus too soft anyway. Oh, here we go. Here we go. a <laughs> <laughs> so, hot ass. I'll tell you hey, right now.
0: Hot there's ass. another thing too. We weren't late. We weren't laying asphalt. We were laying millings, and you know there is a load limit to the millings. Oh, what, what's yeah. millings, huh? It's just crushed up asphalt. It's oh, not okay. doesn't have all the tar in it like.
2: Well, like you have to has. break that down for John. He doesn't understand Sorry. his technical uh-huh. industrial lingo terms. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, and I can hey. tell
1: you're you a seasoned
0: construction uh, yeah. worker on the
1: show. Yeah, milling. <laughs> I know you swung many hammer in your day. Like I have, that. boy. I have. <laughs> Across
0: the room. <laughs> <Swung immediately. laughs> the,
1: only he, the only thing he swung is a shovel full of shit. About <laughs> <a shovel. laughs>
0: wow. Oh, so nice course, here That's we about go. It. Boom, baby.
1: Oh, my god. You know I love you, man. You know
0: Yeah, get of here. You know, it was super impressive that Maynard was on. He actually
3: beat me here today. Wow. And I yeah. came from Bradenton. That's because his wife was with I him. Was I was two and a his half hours right time. away. His, his
0: wife must have been driving. Oh, probably. Yeah. Wow. I've
3: had a long day, but I'm back.
0: Have you had a long day? Well, you know what? I want to say congrats to your daughter, man, because she did you. a hell of a job. Yeah. yeah. She made regionals. Nationals. Nationals. nationals.
3: Sweet. For gymnastics. That's that's the reason why. Well, I always say it. She's the catalyst of why we're here. But mm-hmm. I had to confirm to her oh, we ain't going anywhere, even if gymnastics don't work out. But <laughs> yeah, well, it's good <laughs> oh, that she's going to Nashville.
0: Oh yeah, she is killing it, and and she's actually in her age bracket now, right down here in Florida.
3: Absolutely, yeah. When she was in Maine, she would pretty much have to compete against seventeen and eighteen year olds because there wasn't many level tens in Maine, or sixes. Sorry, level nines or tens. So, yep, it's been cool to see what she's been able to do here. God gave her this talent. It's, it's a, lot easier took to, us to Florida.
1: a lot easier to look at it when she's a nationals and tell her that, you know, don't worry. When we're not going away. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't worry, We're not
1: going anywhere. It's not That's about the gymnastics, uh, but uh good thing you're going to Nash.
3: Well, no, the reason why I had to, to talk with her, because ever since she's come to Florida, she's been in nothing but pain. I mean, yeah. gymnastics kicks your butt every time you do it. So, uh, she's, she's been fighting through it and this is probably the most she's had less amount of pain in a long time. So it's been great to see what she can do when she's not, dying of shin sprint shin splints or whatever is she stoked about it she's excited as we are yeah oh yeah she's definitely she's excited for i mean this is our first national because when she's in the younger age group oh sorry when she's in the younger levels she pretty much can only go to easterns and that's why we're here we actually came a couple years ago here for easterns in in kissimmee I'm saying it right now that I'm a Floridian. There you yeah. go. Um, yeah, well, and uh, right to the passage.
1: You can say kissimmee prop. No nope. yeah. kissing me. It's yeah. kissing me. No, kiss,
3: um, no, I'm kissin no me. but uh, so we came down here, checked out some gyms, and the rest is history. Nice. It's funny
2: because I've actually seen um I've actually seen Jessie perform a couple of times and it's pretty remarkable uh just seeing what she's capable of doing. It's it's pretty phenomenal actually.
3: Appreciate that, Joe. Yeah, I know yeah, you've seen her live a couple of times. Yeah, I
2: actually got the pleasure of photographing her on one of her events. That was cool. kinda cool. Yeah. That is awesome. Ain't too many people you ain't. For.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Legally, so, that is. I don't want to put any kind of. Yeah. by work and all
2: that. I don't, <laughs> I don't have a lens big enough for your ego. Oh,
1: so <laughs> no. no. so, man. So you don't take any selfies that I take it No, I don't.
2: Only on the hip adductor. Only on the- <laughs> <laughs> man, I, I haven't heard that term in a while. I've got another one of those coming for you soon. <laughs> oh, I can't yeah. wait. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wednesday hilarious. was fun. You know, so seeing
0: her increasing the stats and in the ranks and all that stuff kind of makes me wonder how are we doing with our stats, how are we doing with our ranks or social media, anything big going on? It's going Great. Yeah, it's going great. <laughs> what <are you> guys? <laughs> they're, they're we, every
3: st- week we switch off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know we're going live today. So, yeah, so if I,
0: anybody's out there, hit us up. We're live. Yeah. We're yeah live,
2: so baby. today is the big day. I mean, we're, we actually, I don't know if you guys can tell, but the studio is, is definitely prepared for a live stream. Uh, we have, Uh, We've got the studio completely set up with dual screen, showing the Battle Podcast logo and all of that. But we actually got some shout outs this week uh, on our Instagram page. Several of the guys that we shouted out last week uh, really actually commented back. I was like, hey, man, thanks for the shout out. I appreciate that. So uh, I want to give some more shout outs here to a couple of the guys that we have. Uh, Life and Bert, uh, Bertie Company. Uh, Thank you guys for liking and subscribing to our feed. Also, want to say Freedom Fighter Outdoors. Good to see you. Yeah. Alex, what's up, brother? Yeah, not what up, brother? And uh, Justin Sproul, one of our favorite oh, listeners. Man. Yeah. Give a big shout out to him. Justin, we love you, man. Thanks um, for the support, man. And <laughs> we got a couple new ones, too. Um, this one is interesting. Leonard Strom. Do you guys know Leonard Strom? Uh, name sounds very familiar. Okay, so Leonard, Leonard is following us and liking us. And also, we have a lady that's tuned in, uh, Kim Deers. Huh. Uh, so it's really interesting that, that women are trying to get the male perspective and we're starting to see more of that With, like, the, like Chris was saying
0: the other week is it seems to be that they're looking for affirmation that there are some real men out there still well decent men Well, yeah, that, well, that
2: are living by an honor and a code and a creed right. that aren't you know trying to be fake Right. and so that's one thing that we, I love about the battle is there's no fakery no, in no. in the lion's den. No. no, what you see is what you get. That's exactly right. right. But on our social media, guys, thank you guys so much for subscribing. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Battle Podcast. And uh, you know, th- this whole live thing is going to be a great endeavor for us. So as we go live and we do these shows, you guys are going to get a chance to see inside the lion's den as we go live here. Big the-
0: shout out to people on the chat. We want to say, yeah. uh, "Damn it, Josh!" Leading up the charge. Damn it, Josh, oh, baby.
2: Josh, oh, that's Josh. It's hey. It's hey. That's you want to
1: fly out chilly dog. Come on, brother. What's the, up,
0: dude? And the gorgeous Miss Candy Durham. Oh,
1: oh. hey candy. Oh okay. Candy big shout
0: out to some chick on keto. Cup is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, and dude. um It'll be the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> I, I, well, I won't yeah. let you down. I promise. No. <laughs> the one awesome. thing none That's of awesome. these, the one thing none of these guys get to see is our producer. Our producer is sitting on his drum stool, swiveling back and forth in yeah. a blaze of fury, switching cameras, switching audio, chatting it up with the guys. So thank you, Fritz. You are kicking ass, buddy. We we'll appreciate brother. it. I'll look at that angle. I'll Keep it, it up. up yeah, there, you go. there we go. Do, did, was there for, hey, behind hey the scenes. where's he at? He's over there somewhere. There he, there's, 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 there's his hand. Man. Oh, Fredzie, there's
1: Fredzie. Yeah, there's
0: Fritzy Fritzy. (laughs) All right, man. We appreciate you, man. You're killing it. So as we continue to expand the battle podcast and the lion's den and make things a little better and a little newer for everybody, we're growing. Yes, we are. And that's what today's topic is about is grow up. Mm. Just grow up. So a lot of these kids, well, I say kids, boys with beards. Oh, yeah. I I like Mm -hmm. that. Boys (laughs) with beards. A lot of these boys with beards, they're not growing up which
1: you have to do. You've got to grow up. You can't stay at home forever. Well, the issue that we face though, quite honestly, Ray, Is that we're living in a culture today where they're told that there is a thing called adolescence, right? You know, and there's this like understanding this unwritten rule now in our culture today that it's okay to live with mom and dad to you 30, 35 years old, you know, camping out in the basement or, you know, hanging out up in the loft or got a, got a room upstairs. And, uh Mm -hmm. I think about it. When you look at the generations that came before us, mm-hmm. you know, they were pushing the the bird so to speak out of the nest.
0: Right. Exactly. Was,
1: you know, you get to a certain rite of passage and they were like, okay, now you got to go. Yeah. Uh, whereas our generation, I think has been, uh, the opposite of that, we want to hang on to them,
0: and, the, and we want to coddle hold on them, them, and hold them and some coddling. Yeah.
1: John, I actually have
3: a stat on that. I started sharing with you because Ooh. someone Whoa. told Everybody me. Stop the, stop presses. the presses! Dana's <laughs> got a stat. Oh, there we go. Dana oh, okay. here. Dana
2: huh? here. Dana <laughs> here.
3: That's that's great. Right. Okay. Anyway, um, that's a anyway, great. Stats so, <laughs> so to bring it up, about fifty-two percent of young adults right now are living at home. Um, which is the highest it's ever been since the Great Depression. What's so what the age? Up? What's the age they consider young adults? It'd be eighteen through twenty six. Is what I looked at. Okay. Yeah. Well, and
1: the, the even the scarier part of that stat is the majority of them are men. Yeah, yeah. exactly. There are more young ladies out there, and mm-hmm. kudos to the young ladies, man. Let's get it up for them because a lot of these young ladies they seem to have their shit together. They right. they go to school, they go to college, they get decent jobs, they start saving money. I mean, they're doing all the things that young men should be doing, and right. they're not because they're being coddled by their mamas. Yep. And the statistics are showing us that more and more younger men are staying home rather than getting
2: out into the world. And, well, they've created such a society to where why do they need to go out in the world? Yeah. Everything is provided. Yep. There's no responsibility. There's no adulthood. There's no transition from child to man.
0: Right. And from the parent's point of view, you're making it too easy. You're making it too comfortable. They need to be uncomfortable. They need to
1: want and desire to move out. They need to feel pain to do their
0: own thing. They need to feel hurt.
2: You know, it's funny. I
1: think about it. When I was, when I graduated high school, I was working a full-time job, working construction concrete. And my mom came to me because we lived in a housing project and they go based off of your income. And there was a lot of crickets and so fish, <laughs> and, no, <just> <laughs> live recording. Somebody's going, you know, Yeah. but anyway, you got to love the live. They went off of your income. And so based <laughs> upon whatever income came into the house is what dictated what your rent was going to, Right. you know, and my mom came to me at the age of 17 and said, look, if you're going to stay here. You got to pay like half the rent. Yep. And I'm like, Hell, no, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not paying
2: half rent the rent to live in the <laughs> damn
1: projects. You know, of course, I say that. Then I went and lived at my buddy's house and slept on the couch.
0: but yeah, Which was two houses you know, down.
1: But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so you could throw a rock to it. But yeah. But at the end of the day, though, you know, it was like, you got to make a decision, you know. And I talked to my son, who's 20. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's working, you know, I got to give him credit with that. He's got a car, he's making his old car payment, doing all those things, but. You know, sometimes they just get too comfortable. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you look around and you go, "Why do? Why would they want to leave? The only way they're going to want to leave is if you, if, is if they find a young lady that they want to, you know, get married to and have a relationship with, and then move out. You know,
0: right.
1: or if you push them out.
0: Exactly. <laughs> that's,
1: and nowadays, that's they, what it comes down
0: to. nowadays, they call that extended adolescence. Yeah. And what these young men need to understand, I've heard that, is that I. Here's a perfect example for you. I was talking to a guy who was twenty-seven. 28, living at home. He was an engineer, an actual engineer, living at home, engaged to a woman and still living at home. So I asked him, I said, dude, what the hell are you doing living at home? He's like, man, you have no idea how much money I'm saving by living at home. I'm saving a ton of money.
3: Mm.
0: And I looked at him and I said, you're saving a ton of money at the expense of your parents. Yeah, you'd mentioned that. I said, you need to man up. You need to man up and move out and start helping your parents. They've raised your ass for the last 28 years. Yeah. He's not working at Taco Bell. He's got a (laughs) career. You
1: know what I'm saying? Right. And this guy's living with mommy and daddy. (laughs) But that's the thing is what I'm trying to do is take away
0: the excuse
1: of I don't have a job. I don't make enough money. What the hell is this extended? Okay. We, we screwed up when we started this whole thing, I'm just going to put it the way we started all this bullshit with adolescence in the first place. Yeah. Now we've got extended adolescence. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, what, what is that? I, I don't know. Well, maybe you can enlighten me. To, I don't
2: know. I, what is that? To answer your question, we have garnered a generation of men where it is, how do I say this without sounding completely like a, they don't want to experience their child having pain and they don't want their children to have loss and they don't want their child to have defeat. But those aren't those the building blocks of establishing a man into manhood from a child to a man. But if you're Mm -hmm. if you're coveting your child and you're you know, there's a lot of parents out there that are inhibitors. Well, that's what happened when everybody got a trophy. Participation I mean,
3: trophy. That's what I was yeah. just about to bring out. Participation
2: trophy. You got the helicopter oh. parents and they just, you know, oh, my baby, I don't want him to hurt. <laughs> yeah. I don't want him to have loss. Well, I want so him to thing, have his car. Everybody's yeah. the winner.
3: Everybody's the yeah. winner. One thing I've seen recently with youth sports or even high school sports is coaches are getting fired because parents are not happy with the way the coaches are taking care of their kid. I mean, it's just pathetic. That's I crazy. mean, if coaches are losing their job and their money. Well, if I mean, feeling. I think
1: there's something to be said there. I mean, if if we have coaches that are out there that aren't following yeah. certain protocols, I mean, let's be real. Some of the coaches we had back in the day coming up, they're borderline abusive. Oh, yes, absolutely. But, I get you. I there. mean, so you've you've got to be able to you know, draw, you know, have mm-hmm. a balance there. But this whole thing with you know, don't yell at my kid, yeah. don't single him out, don't don't make him feel stressed. You know.
0: That's don't,
2: not real. Don't break his spirit. Don't break oh, his spirit. God, heaven forbid you
0: do that. Right.
3: Well, that's what's going to make break him stronger. His little pride. It, little It's going to help Johnny. him in his career. It's going to help him in his okay. life. You, guys,
0: you yeah. guys like going to the gym. You, you guys like pumping weight and you guys like lifting weights and
3: all that stuff. So what Well, happens? John doesn't. But <laughs> I was going to bring it up last week, but I held off. But then he wow. mentioned a pie eating contest. You know what's sad? Mike, you know what's sad? You know what's
1: sad bike you want to run your mouth? We'll go to the let's, gym tomorrow. keep going. And I promise you I can lift more than you. Oh, absolutely. But <laughs> that's only when go, you show up. And you've been going for how long? So when you show you up, you've been going for like six months. I wow. can get up off my couch and still lift more. Than
0: <laughs> that's only because you carry more than he does on a daily basis. <laughs> that's so bad, so mad,
1: Rick. What are you doing? This, is, <laughs> this, is this just goes the back to as an ass this is a fisherman, right a fisherman there, story. That's there. Right there. Saying,
2: <laughs> my bass is bigger than your, your bass. bass. Yeah. So we we raise you up. Let's, let's get the tape measures out. I'm not a one upper. Oh, here we go. That's bullshit. There we go. you, Fritz.
1: Fritz. Let's move back on. You've got one job. I
0: had
3: to make up for last one the rails put it on on you now
0: but what happens when you're lifting weights is you're literally you're tearing your muscles to make them stronger and then they're healing and then they grow Mm -hmm. yep so if you're not feeling any pain if you're not if you're not failing or falling down and getting back
1: up you're not growing Mm -hmm. and that's the problem with it like you said well the true measure of a man is how one acts in the face of adversity right it's not when things are going well or how when things are easy it's what are you going to do when the shit hits the fan? That's exactly I mean, how are you going to respond? That's exactly
2: what I was going to say. What happens when the world crashes down? How's little Billy going to figure his way out of that one? He ain't. Right. He's, he's going to call he's,
0: his
1: daddy or his mommy.
0: So yeah. now we're now we need to talk to the guys, the kids, the young adults out there who are no, going we're not through gonna this. Listen.
1: No, 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 we're not doing that. We're not talking <laughs> to kids. We're not talking young adults. We're <laughs> talking to men. Okay, because ain't you no know, when you go this whole thing this drives me batshit crazy <laughs> because there's you go from being a boy to a man. Right. So mm-hmm. we're not going to do, we're not going to do that. So right. the men that are listening to this, the younger men, we can say, but you know, the younger men that are listening to this podcast, you know, there are certain things that you've got to understand what it is to be a man. Right. And we got to quit even, even we're part of the problem if we think about it is when we start using words like adolescence or the, you know, the, you know, all these different words that we want to use to say, give them an excuse for not being a man. Right. We're feeding the fire that we just can't do Right. That. So here's what these... Sorry, I went on That's right. No, you're good.
0: Here's what these young men need to do. They need to start assessing their life. They need to start looking within themselves and see, when was the last time I failed? When was the last time I got hurt? When was the last time I stepped out on my own? When was the last time I felt anything? Exactly. When's the
1: last time you took a chance? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And if you, know? you if you can't remember the last time that happened you need to start doing something. That's exactly
1: well, you right. think about it from the simplicity of like a driver's license. Mike, you got some stats on yeah. that, right? Uh, yep. What's the, what's the average age now?
3: So right now it's actually, well, let me go back to, I had a different one, but we'll go with that one. Uh, so the average, I don't have the age actually, actually, no, uh, 61% of 18 year olds 18. currently have a license. It used to be 80 in the 80s,
2: 61%. Only 61% of
3: people have, I mean, I, mean, I understand if you're in the city, and you don't you use public transportation. But I mean, I have friends in Maine and other people that I know that don't have licenses. And they're like 40. Is Dude, that, when
1: I was coming up, you went to driver's. Exactly. You couldn't wait yeah. to get behind the wheel. Of that's the a car. ride of oh, passage. Yeah. Exactly. that's exactly. a ride of passage. These for guys of are men. like,
3: I'm good. I'm good. I'm set. I don't want my to... mommy can bring me. To, yeah, bring me to the I'll store. just get a
2: ride. Yeah, will you give
3: me a ride? I'll go to the movies. Can you drop me off? It's like going
2: to senior prom. You're it's a 20. rite of passage. You want to have the car and the driver's license to take your day. Yep. They don't. They're, they're like, There's they're perfectly no cool with it. Is that just an old school mentality? I guess you could see I'm raised from the eighties. Oh yeah. You know, I'm just like, that's, that's kind of an old style mentality, but today that's so much different. Mm-hmm. dude. It's, well, it's like,
1: I used to tell my kids, I'm like, look, I want to give you freedom. Right. You know, your mother and I want to give you this, you know, do, make the right decisions, work hard, do all the things you need to do, get your license go, to, you know, be where you're going to say be, be where you're going to say you're going to be, do what you say you're going to be doing. And then, you know what? We'll give you the freedom, go get in the car and go. That's right. what we want for you.
0: Exactly.
3: But
1: yeah. man, it's like, now my, my daughter was more eager than my son. My son was a lot more uh, reluctant to get his license. And you see that. And, I'm, and just from the people that I'm around, the exposure that I have with guys that have teenage sons, it seems like that's the norm. Now, a lot of these young dudes don't want to get their license. They're like perfectly okay
3: without doing it. I mean, that's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> I'll Tell you that right? And now. that's the problem. They're afraid of responsibility.
0: Uh-huh. You've that's got to problem. step up. You've got to quit acting like a kid, and you've got to take on
2: responsibilities. You know, at like get a job, go to work. Yep. You, you've got to start taking some responsibilities. Well, you know, you got to look to it at at the time that we're living in. All right. So let me let me let me explain that. When we grew up, the rite of passage was having your driver's license and having the freedom to go and do what you want to do. Right. Right. Today, kids don't want to do that because their freedom is locked up into a video game or into a digital world or into social media that that is their vehicle. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because now it's taken them away from it. Exactly. Because it shows you that the times are changing. The little
1: epiphanies you have during conversations.
2: Well, I mean, I'm just saying, though, if you look at it, you scale it back. Social media is now the vehicle driving. Yeah, they'd rather sit at home. Yeah. So they can be on
1: their social media. Because it's safe. You know, they go somewhere and do
0: something. You, d- you just nailed it. Social media is driving it. It is. The men out there, the fathers that's out there, the men out there and the fathers out there, yeah. they need to get their ass in the driver's seat and start driving it.
2: I, I, I couldn't agree yeah. more. And, and that's the thing. I couldn't. Dude, when I first got my driver's license, I was 18 years old and I could not wait to just like go through the drive through and grab my own meal, fill up my own car, wash it. Man, that was to me there's a sense of pride in and around your, with your girlfriend, drive around you know with your lady, I mean? you know, up and down the strip, you know? Yeah. Beautiful mountains of Southeast Kentucky. No, I wouldn't. I've yeah. seen them in when I was in the military <laughs> running up but, and down them. <laughs> but you can, you get the gist of what I'm saying though. It, it's a different era that we're living in today. And I think honestly, for a lot of these youth, we need to scale back and go back to some of the grassroots and, and get down to the meat and potatoes of what, what it is to be a true man. And, and, Scaling back some of that social media, it's good in some senses, but man, in, in other ways, it's really just kind of driving the vehicle of our of our kids. Well, our-
1: how much of it though, Joe, do you think is that our generation is just lazy and doesn't want to put in the work? Because it's easy to put your kids in front of a TV. It's
2: Are you easy- talking about our generation? Our generation yeah. race raised-
1: but raising up these kids that are dealing with this social media mm-hmm. aspect, right? It's this, this way of life. That's easier how to many, check out. How many is. people do you look at right now that have kids that are on iPhones, iPads, video games? Well, and, let's at be age, real. Like five.
2: Let's be real. You can, the, the, the average man, and, and I think maybe Mike can back me up on this, mm-hmm. usually works eight to 10 hours a day. Yep. All right, so he checks out. By the time he gets home, he's not wanting to deal with his kids. So if his kids is on iPads and iPhones and video games, that's fine for him. He gets some peace and quiet. He checks out. That's the problem. Yeah, that's exactly. where I go that's it. the
0: problem. And that's what I was saying. I've got we myself got, doing that. We've got to get our ass the in the driver's seat. One. Right, right. And we got to start driving things home. That's exactly right. Because.
1: And we make the excuse. Right. We make, we make the excuse. Oh, well, it's just the days we live in. It's just the times. And it's not. But then when you look and you see other kids that grow up with fathers that are are engaged, that take them out into the world, like take them hunting and fishing and doing sports cultured. or boating or. They're or cultured, things. man you know, they'd rather be out on the water. They yeah. don't want to be on a computer. Right. So it's really, and I'm guilty of that. Cause I'm not one, I've never been one of those type of guys because I was never kind of brought up in that environment. Mm-hmm. I've always been kind of envious of that, to be honest with you. You know, you, you joke around about you being a redneck, but see, that's so foreign to me, you know, like riding four wheelers and going off fishing with your friends or doing, you know, redneck and eyes and type things, you know, yeah. we didn't do that when I, where I was mm-hmm. coming up, we, we just ran around and did, stupid stuff. We had right? very similar childhoods. <laughs> yeah.
2: We did stupid stuff just in a yeah. different place. Yeah. and Ray had very similar childhoods growing right. up did, in, in the States. I did too, man.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you like I'm missing it this year. I've missed it quite a bit actually. And my friends will give me crap for it. But, um, we used to always go up camping up in Northern Maine and that was always their thing. I enjoyed it because I was with them and we're hanging out. But outside of that, it really was about, um, you know, it was, for me, it was about fellowship and friends and stuff like that. But for them, it was just more about the fishing the hunting, the drinking, you know, all that stuff. But for me, it was just, it was more about, cause that was, that's always been their thing. I've always been the computer guy. I've always been the guy who loves baseball, loves sports, but Mm -hmm. they're always the hunt. They're, they're always the guys out there fishing. I was just there and I enjoyed it with them. But I mean, there were times when, like when John says he he uh, is envious of it. I mean, it'd be cool to go back and do it, but I, I was not a big fan of doing it every year. I mean, they're pumped about it. I get notifications on my well, text Tell messages. them
1: to send me the invite. I'll go with them. I got, well, <laughs> well I, I would
3: love to. I mean, I, right now I can't because with the kids and right. school and everything, but like they're doing, they do it every Memorial Day. And I was like, man, I, I got to do it again just to get a, back out there. So probably next year we'll see how everything goes. But even in, in, my, if, if in my childhood growing up, I grew up on a farm.
2: My uncle's farm on the weekends was like where I spent most of my time. This is not, this is not no phones or iPhones, dude, 6. AM you get up, you go feed the chickens and you walk around the property, you feed the cows, the the goats and all that. I I helped my, my uncle do that every morning, loved every minute of it. But my uncle taught me something in that, that my, my father didn't because my dad was a coal miner and he were, I I said this on the last podcast, he worked a long hours in the coal mines. So my uncle kind of stepped in and showed me some of those like uh, bigger elements of, of like responsibility, and how to change oil in a car, right. how to grease up, uh, you know, your tires, uh, your, your don't bearings. Grease, don't grease up your tires. Well, no, no, the bearings. <laughs> okay. You can yeah. do that, but on, not is, your tires. This is before now they, they sealed <laughs> up the bearings on, yeah. on, but you know, how to do those kinds of things, yeah. how to, how to bait a hook, how to, mm-hmm. how to cast a line, mm-hmm. uh, just all those things. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. You,
0: you said responsibility. Right. And your uncle stepped in. He did. Mm-hmm. So for us guys out there who don't have kids and-, and I had to figure this out myself too, was that if you don't have kids, we're still responsible for the young men coming up in this world. Yeah. Absolutely. So we need to step in and fill those gaps. Yeah. Just like your uncle did. He did. You know, I, I told you that story about um, my sister and her son. Right. And she was having a hard time with him and I kept, oh, I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you. And in our men's group, it was probably five weeks later, I right. realized, hey, stupid, don't just pray for them. Do something.
1: Step up in there and do something. Fill the right. gap. Get in there. Well, and the other thing, too, is I think it's really important because this is where the conundrum comes in because all those things that you talk about with learning responsibility and those things that you do out on the farm and you do with a car or whatever, those are all great things, but those aren't what make you a man. Like, right. And I think that that's what part of the issue that we face in our culture, too, is that there was this stigma that a man always, a real man works with his hands. You know right. I mean? yep. A real mm-hmm. man's robust. A real man can build things and a real man. Well, no, that a real man is created from what comes and permeates from his heart. Right. What kind of a man he is, is starts and ends there. Now there are certain talents and gifts that we have that as men, but at the end of the day, that doesn't make us the man that we are, you know? And so we need to make sure that we're very careful that we don't put off that stigma that, Oh, you, you know, if you want to be a man, you got to be able to change the oil in your car. right? Right. You got, if you want to be a man, you got to be able to chop wood. I mean, that's not what we're saying here. What we are saying though, is that we have to vest into each other and to young men, try to help them understand the responsibilities of a man. Get you got to bring them over that threshold from childhood to manhood. Well, I mean, you think about it. I think, wasn't there a statistic you had about, uh, um, teen pregnancies and, you know, fatherlessness in that area? Like, I mean, yeah. talking about res- taking responsibility, I mean, we're in a feel-good culture. You know what I mean? It's, right. It feels good to go out there and do it. Do it. But at the end of the day, there's a responsibility that may come with it. And mm-hmm. that responsibility is going to last 18 years of your life.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, one of the stats I did find that was pretty crazy. That in 2018, women in their 20s accounted for more than half of the abortions going on right now. Wow. Uh, yeah, so it's pretty much young kids making mistakes in their opinion, and they, they think that they can fix it. And I way.
1: guarantee you, in most of those situations, it's because the young man didn't want to step up either. Right. You know, so it's real easy to zone in on the young woman, but yep. let's talk about Absolutely. the young dude that was sitting there that got her pregnant. Mm-hmm. And we have a, a, a culture today where the mentality is, is you can do it, do the deed, but not pay the price that comes with it. You can just, you know, it, it infuriates me that men have this mentality that you can go
3: out and get a girl pregnant and just walk away. Yeah, right. You think you're a man doing that? No, yeah. you, you hear the well, opposite of a man doing that's, it that. Cooler,
2: that's cool or acceptable. And what the man doesn't realize is that you have forever changed that woman's life. Correct? Right. She is, she's no longer who she used to be. Now she's responsible. Right.
1: Well, not, not only that, you're bringing another person, another. That's exactly right. Into this world that is completely innocent. Mm-hmm. You it, know, that doesn't have a choice. No. What are some of the other statistics you came up with that, that were good? I mean, you might want to keep your phone out, you know, quit putting it away. He well, tells me at the beginning of the show, you know, man, you're going <laughs> to do these stats. Or I'm asking you for stats. You keep putting your phone in your pocket.
3: Well, oh, I mean, I've already given you <laughs> like four or five. Oh, I, oh you want? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to overwork you,
1: Mike. I'm, I'm a little tired. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to make up for the kidding. weeks he, you, you know, forgot to do the stats. There was
3: no forgetting. Oh, is it? Okay. So you did it on purpose? Yeah, yeah. Hey, he's a little tired, guys. <laughs> Give a a break. He's tired, all right. Oh, oh man. Hold on. He's what tired. about jobs?
1: Wasn't there something on jobs?
3: Yeah, there was something on jobs. Uh, They're,
1: good. Un- They're good. They're good. No, They're good. Unemployed yeah.
3: males, uh, pretty much. I mean, unfortunately, right now, all the stats are comparing 2020 to 2021. So it's really not, you know, everybody's unemployed. I mean, more unemployment than normal. Um, but, uh, yeah, but you know, I'll tell you what, go I mean,
1: I, I, we say that, but there are a lot of people that are also working from home now. There mm-hmm. are also people that don't want to work right now.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. They're, they're unemployed you know, by choice. And
1: I'm not here to hurt anybody's feelings, but then yeah. again, I really don't care because <laughs> here we go. I can tell you firsthand that in the business that I'm in, and I won't get into that because that's on a personal level, but I've tried to hire people and I can tell you, I went from having 30 to 40 candidates for a job down to having five and six. Mm-hmm. So when you sit there and you go, well, you know, everybody says COVID, COVID, COVID. Nobody can get a job. Mm -hmm. People are out of work. And then when you put out an ad for a job and you only get five or six people applying for it, there's something wrong with that, right? So let's
3: just keep it on the real. Well, I was gonna say, you and I talked about this. I mean, you got people pretty much making more money being unemployed than, especially if you're gonna work half part time and at a minimum wage job, they'd rather just sit at home doing nothing and collect nothing. It's the real men out there that are willing to to suck it up and pay, you know work the job and somehow lose money. But by that also goes back job.
1: to the mentality of what we're talking about, where it's get what you can, when you can. Yep. It's rather, what can I get
2: rather than what can I give? and mm-hmm. that's, that's the issue right now with young men. But what mm-hmm. I'm hearing and not I'm hearing it is there's no, there's no level of sacrifice right? that, you know, they're selflessly sacrificing some of their time and their effort to do something uh, outside of their comfort zone. There, mm-hmm. There's none of that. Well, right. It's like you said, what we talked about in the last episode, Joe,
1: and I thought it was really, really important when you talked about your dad working in the coal mines. Right. You know, we talked about, well, you know, for $9 an hour. And, and like I said, Ned, no, he wasn't doing it for $9 an hour. He was doing it for closing your back, food on the table. That's exactly right. And and somewhere we've lost that sense of, you know, responsibility as men, that you do what you got to do
2: to take care of what you're
1: responsible for.
2: Yeah. Right. Whether you like it or not. Yeah. And I'm very thankful that I had a dad that stepped up to the plate to do that. I mean, I may not have saw him as much, uh, in some of those key years of my life, but I knew beyond the shadow of a doubt every night at four thirty, five o'clock, there would be dinner on the table. Right. Mm-hmm. And that came from dad. And every time you came
0: home from school, there'd be a door to open and a roof over your
2: head. Exactly. Yeah. And a warm
1: bed to welcome. you. Well, Let's the know. other part of it too, is I think what we deal with now is, is we're so caught up in self-rewarding, you know, like men today are so caught up in what am I going to get out of? it? Yeah. You know, instead of what can I give? What can I get? you know, you see guys that will go out and, you know, buy all kinds of stuff that they don't need because they feel like they deserve to have it. Mm -hmm. Got to have the latest and the greatest, you know, got to make sure they're wearing the certain shoes or wearing the certain clothes or the jewelry or the cologne. And, you know, it's at the end of the day, you know, you've got a wife and kids at home. It ain't about you. Now, I'm not saying you got to be a bum and dress like a slob and not take care of yourself by any means, but Being a man and being a husband and a father is, it comes with a a one word that's called selflessness. Yep. And the issue that we face today in our culture is selfishness.
0: Right.
3: It's
1: about me. What am I going to get? You know? And then that's why we see grown men today throwing temper tantrums. Right. You know, like that story I told you guys in the airport where the guy was flipping out and stomping up and down. And then I walk around the corner and he's sitting there with a wife and three kids. And I'm like, holy shit, this guy's a father. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, he was literally acting like a 12-year-old five seconds ago. Because he didn't get the what he wanted. Right. Because it's about him. Yep. You know, and we, we can't, you know. The other part of it, too, we talk about is we've brought up social media. And the, and the other issue is, is the lies. Yeah. The lies that come with it. You know, there's a, it's, it's a lot of fake going on in the world today.
0: And that's the thing is a lot of people don't care what's really happening as long as all their friends think everything's good. I mean, I've seen posts on Facebook, oh, things were great, did this with the kids, did that with the family, did this with that. Right after I got off the phone with him and he was all upset about, you know, what happened and what didn't happen and how things were. And it's like, why do, why do you even post a lot? First of all, why are you putting that crap out there for everybody anyways? You know?
1: Nobody it, cares. Right. Yeah. When we going to get that through our damn heads? But it, Nobody it, cares. It
0: all comes back to the selfishness. Selfishness. a
1: Yeah, It's all about living for the likes, right, Fritzy? Living for the likes. How many follows you got? That's
0: insane. That's it. But the biggest thing about that, to me, when you have the responsibility of a family, is the me, 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 me. Like, I want this. I want that. I want everything for me, 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 me. Not looking at your family or what else there is that you need to spend with your family. You know your kids have. You know your kids want to go to dance. Your kids want to play soccer. Your kids want to play baseball. Sorry, we can't do that. You know, I just bought a new boat. Mm-hmm. That's not being a man. There's no sacrifice there whatsoever. So if you're out there listening to the world and every commercial that comes on telling you, "Oh, you deserve this. You deserve that. You deserve a new car. You deserve this," you start buying. You start buying into that. You're doomed for. You're doomed for failure. Well, yeah, you can't keep.
1: No, you just go into debt. Because somebody always has a nicer car Somebody's always got a bigger house. Somebody's always got more money. I mean, you just can't keep th- this whole thing with trying to keep up and, and to show out and and you know this whole term that we've got in our culture, living my best life. Well, you know what? What is your best life? Right. I guess that's the question you got to ask yourself. Is your best life based upon how you're impressing other people? Or is your best life based upon making sure that you're being the man that you've been called to be, providing the way that you've been called to provide? Mm. Listen, there's a lot of guys out there right now that are struggling because they haven't grown up. Listen, I know that one of the scariest things you can do in life is to step outside of yourself. You know, like you get to a moment and you get that crossroads you're at, right? And you got to make a decision. Am I going to continue going down the same path I'm going down or am I going to stop here and make a decision and realize that it's not about me? And that's, that's the biggest thing that we face in our culture today. Man, listen to this. It is not about you. Sure, should you have things that, that, you know, your time and and, and invest into yourself? Absolutely. But the whole purpose of that is so you can invest into other people, especially if you want to be a father and a husband. Look, if you want to be about you, stay single. I mean, just stay single. Don't bring other people into your selfishness. You say, if you want to ask yourself the very tough question is, is whether I've grown up or not. Well, let me ask you this. Are you selfish? Because if you're selfish, you're still a boy. Now, there are going to be some guys that are listening to this right now, and they're not going to like that. I'm sorry. But, you know, when you make the decision to be a husband and a father, you need to put all your boyish shit in the backseat. And start acting like a man. Taking hold of the responsibilities you've been given. Here's the thing. It's not a burden. It's a blessing. We talk about that all the time. Right, Right? It's not a burden. It's a blessing. We've been gifted with this opportunity. The question is, is what are you going to do with it? You know, just because people say, well, you know, we got extended adolescence and these kids are doing this and these kids are doing that. Let me tell you something. If you're a young dude listening to this podcast right now, you need to make the decision right here and right now that you want to be a man. Get tired of being a boy. A man's not measured by what he has. It's about who he is. And you can sit here and you can point the finger at everything and everybody else. But at the end of the day, it's on you to step up, to get up, to man up. Because when you do that, my friends, well, that's where the rubber meets the road.